This podcast is a presentation of Gateway Fellowship, Paulsville, Washington. Experience community, find hope. Check us out at gatewayfellowship.com. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. And you might be listening to this in the morning or in the evening or maybe even some other day of the week. Absolutely. It might just be the time But Merry Christmas. Merry so Christmas. over the last number of weeks at Gateway, we have focused on what is called the Magnificat or more popularly known as Mary's Song. As Mary's Song. And so let me share it again this morning as we begin. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. And so over the last number of weeks, we have focused on some of the attributes of of God, um, um, his omnipotence or his his might. We've talked about his holiness, Mario. You talked about his mercy, right? Right. And, And then being people who extend mercy. So that was really good. Yeah, thank yeah. You. I think it's been a good series. It's been a great series. And then um, we talked about the strength of his arm. And Dave, you've been teaching the same yeah. um, in traditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, as, as obviously important as these attributes are, do you think that's the most important part of what's called Mary's song or this poem? No, I love how she focuses yeah. everything here on the Lord. It's not about her, even though she has a, an amazing experience with this angel. It's about him. It says he and his and him over and over. But at the end, I think, is the focus on Abraham, yeah. the promise to Abraham. And uh, I think many of us are familiar with the Abrahamic covenant. I want to read part of it to you in just a moment from Genesis 12. But that really is her focus, is what God promised to Abraham. Genesis 12, 1 through 3 says this, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and who dishonors you I will curse, and through you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Really, the covenant has three parts. He promised Abraham a land, which we know the land of Israel, a seed, and that's Jesus, and a blessing, that those who bless Israel will be blessed by him. And Mary understood this. And that's why she says at the end of her song about Abraham and the offspring forever having the mercy of God. So that's her focus, is this covenant with Abraham. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to me, and we kind of chatted about it, the knowledge that she had, Mary had, of uh, the Old Testament. Right. right. Yeah. It's a incredible. Lot. I mean, there was a lot a lot there. She understood the attributes of God, knew the promises of God, knew the Abrahamic covenant, knew, I'm sure, the stories of Abraham and mm-hmm. Isaac and Jacob and all the right? Yeah. And I love, I love, there's a, a movie called The Nativity. I think it's just a wonderful movie. And there's just a scene in there where um, 
there's a, a mom or kind of almost like a daycare sitter, but it has a bunch of kids around and they're just going through the stories of scripture. And she's just reciting and they're reciting back. And there's this real sense that she's just um, bringing into them the stories of God from the Old Testament, just to allow those to kind of ruminate within them. I love it. Yeah, she really was immersed in the teaching, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think that's probably not far from what, yeah. it was, what, what it was really, really like. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the, um, I guess I'll call it a Christmas cliche. I mean, I think that'd be accurate, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus is the reason for the season. Mm -hmm. And so I was reflecting on that actually some time ago, but again, again, during the season. Um, and my thought is like, I don't think that's very true. Jesus is the reason for the, Jesus is the reason we celebrate, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we celebrate his coming, but he didn't need to be saved. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> right? Because like he's, he didn't right? come for himself. He didn't come for himself. Mm -hmm. So I think thinking about it that way, we are the reason for the season, or I am the reason for the season. You are the reason for the season, right? Right. Yeah. His focus was on we need to be saved. Right. Later, we're going to talk about what the angel said, but a Savior is born for you. We all need that. Exactly. Jesus came to seek and save lost people, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. of which we were all born lost. We've talked about that. And that's good news. So we're the reason for the, for the season. Mm -hmm. let's, let's talk about the, kind of the, uh, the first Christmas. So um, what do you think that was like? I mean, so we, we get a little bit of a picture in the Bible, but isn't it true that it's, it's easy sometimes to kind of read, you know, read the story and kind of almost be detached from yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. I think it was an amazing time. We see angels appearing to people. We see the glory of God in the sky. We hear shepherds getting this message from the angels. Uh, just all these miracles happening in a short amount of time. I mean, yeah. Babies being yeah. born to yeah. old women and virgins. And, yeah. There's a lot happening. Yeah. <laughs> Not what we would call normal. No. <laughs> in, in, in Anyway, kind of the first Christmas. So um, go, what, what, what are some memories that you have? Yeah. And you're kind of, maybe not your first Christmas, but yeah. you know, yeah. I remember that. I think probably yeah. the Christmas that stands out to me the most when I was young was the, the, the year I got my, my Huffy Expert bike. Oh. Yeah, it was black and it had all these splatter plates yeah. on it. And, and um, the Huffy Expert, was, it was the first that Huffy had made where the handlebars could spin all the way around and not get caught up with the, uh, the brake lines. And so I could do all of my BMX tricks, what were very little amount, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you know, I could give those a go. And so I remember just getting a bike and pumping up the tires and going out and riding Christmas morning. I was so excited about my Huffy Expert. Did it have a number on the front? Uh, no, it didn't no. have one of those, fortunately. Did you wear a helmet? Um, no, because they weren't required at the time. At the time, right? <laughs> How about you, Dave? I mean, a Christmas memory. Yeah, up. well, I grew up in snow country, yeah. so we didn't ride bikes at Christmas. It was more like sleds. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was all about the gifts. I was a typical kid. Yeah. I remember two specific gifts I got. One was Lincoln Logs. Mm. I loved to make these log cabins and pretend I was yeah. out there in the woods. You know? <laughs> and then uh, an erector set I got that you could build these towers and things with it. Yeah, the engineer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was your training of it, a uh, chemical engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm recovering, so, though. Okay. Well, for me, um, so uh, we had kind of a large extended family, and I remember all of us, my aunts, uncle, every cousin, um, gathering in my grandma's home. Now, my grandma has a really small home. I mean, sm smaller than, 
than our home. I mean, like, but we all crowded in there um, on Christmas Eve, and I still remember that. And that was during the time, day, when you bought everybody a Christmas gift. Mm -hmm. I mean, every aunt, uncle, cousin, you bought something for everybody. And uh, I was just kind of locked into my, my memory. I did my Christmas shopping one year for $7. <laughs> That's like 700 now, though, isn't it? It's a oh, different era. Probably more than that. You know, $7. And uh, my mother gave me $2, and I won $5. That's pretty impressive. I entered a writing contest in what was then the Bremerton Sun. Uh, you know, what I love about Christmas and, you know, and I won. So you could really yeah. say you're a published author. Published now. author. And, I, and I'm also pretty sure, at least in my mind, that there were thousands mm -hmm. of kids who wrote mm -hmm. in. And out of the thousands, I was lucky. It was you. That's the winner. One of my Mary. Well, um, what was Mary's life like? So listen, I, I just kind of jotted down a few things. She was an unmarried virgin. Right when God sent the angel Gabriel to her to give her that that message, which that had to be, well, she refers to herself as, her, as a humble servant. Mm -hmm. But again, we kind of read into the scripture that had to have been absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit, which gave birth to the Savior. We're going to read the uh, Christmas story in just a few moments, and then Mary and Joseph presented baby Jesus to the Lord. Right. And then Jesus, um, at 12, attending the Passover, where he amazed the listeners with his wisdom. He's, he's 12 years old. He's teaching the teachers. Teaching the point. teachers. 12, yeah. And this is when Mary and Joseph discover he's missing. <laughs> right? Now, little side comment here. They got upset. Well, they just lost the savior of the world. Yeah, but <laughs> how, how do you get mad at God? Yeah, you know, yeah. right? So, it might be a little bit tougher, but if you think about it from another angle of like, you know, they talk about the hover parenting that happens a day. There's yeah. probably a sense of like, this is God. I don't want to mess this up. Yeah, you, you know? don't want to lose him. Right, you don't yeah, want to yeah. lose God. Yeah, yeah no. that's true. Well, and I was thinking, <laughs> kind of to go further, that I mean, G Mary knew that this was God. Right, because she even looked to him at the changing of the of the of the water to wine. Yeah. So she knew. Right? She knew. So I'm thinking if there's a soccer game going on, <laughs> she's putting in my son. Because you can't, you'd be amazed at his foot. Yeah, just sub him in, see what happens. Just sub him in. <laughs> see what he see what he does yeah, for yeah. you right there. But yeah. anyway. Uh, she she's mentioned a little bit later a couple times in scripture, but Probably for me, just the most moving moment is when she's at the foot of the cross, and and you know her son's being crucified. And I mean, um, you don't be you don't come between a mother and her children, right? But here is her son being crucified. You know, that and moment had to be just heart wrenching. Even for a normal parent to yeah. watch that happen to your child would just be devastating. Mm -hmm. uh, just heart wrenching. I can't imagine. But with the knowledge she had of who Jesus was, right. the Savior, the Messiah, yeah. Yeah. and watching had she confused and tortured in her spirit, I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah, and then of course Jesus caring for his mother. Right. Right. I think there's something so special that even in his last breaths as he's at the end still caring for his mother and making sure that she's taken care of and puts her in a family to make sure that she continues on. I think that's so yeah. huge. Yeah. 
we celebrate his birth, we celebrate his life that was given for each and every, every one of us. And so we're going to read the Christmas story. Dave's going to do that. That's the tradition of, of many. And so we just invite you to, to join in um, as, as Dave reads. And let's just find ourselves reflecting again on the Savior of the world. Like Mary did, focusing on him. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All the Roman Empire returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, which was David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in the manger, because there was no lodging available for them. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. And they were terrified. But the angel assured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven, and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. The Christmas story, God sent his son into the world um, to seek and to save lost people, to give his life. So let's pray together. Shall we? Memorial is going to lead us. Let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for you seeing us in our state and where we are and choosing to come after us. We thank you for sending your son, being willing to step into our story. I love the way that uh, one way it's written says that, uh, that Jesus moved into the neighborhood. And um, when you did, it changed everything, Jesus. Uh, it changed us, it, it, it gives us hope. Um, your coming gives us an opportunity to recognize that this is not the end of our story, but we get to spend eternity with you because of you coming, you living, and you dying. And we thank you that in this season, in the midst of all that's going on with all the hustle and bustle, uh, we get to pause and celebrate your coming on our behalf. We thank you, God, that, that now because of who you are and what you've done, we can have life, that we can look forward to what's taking place in the future that we don't have to despair the same way that the world does. Instead, we can have joy and trust in you. And so Lord, um, today we celebrate you. We give you thanks. We give you the glory and the honor that you deserve. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.